Discover the leader in you with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen, former New England Patriot turned Ph.D. I bring a new brand of inspiration and passion to audiences worldwide. Having served and consulted with Fortune 500 companies, the National Football League Players Association, and the White House, each week I will prescribe empowering, motivational, and life-changing medicine for your soul. Now, it's time to discover the leader in you. All right, good people. Wow, I'm excited about today. we got a lot of good stuff we're going to be talking about. So I just want to welcome you to Season 7, Episode 7 of Discover the Leader in You. I'm your host, the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen. And today we're going to be talking about the importance of personal balance on the journey to success. Now, I'm not sure if this is anyone listening to the show today. But do you ever feel like you need more time or maybe that you're starting to feel stretched too thin as you're taking care of your daily responsibilities and expectations? I know I can feel like that from time to time. And it's something that typically means that I'm slowly but surely getting out of balance with my normal routine. Well, friends, when you become out of balance, it can have some pretty tough consequences if left unchecked. Today, we have a very special guest with a dynamic personality who's going to help us understand how we can maintain our personal balance as we journey on the path to success. Marketing and business growth expert Rich Bracken is joining us live in the studio today. But before we bring Rich on, just want to remind everybody that people have been having some great breakthrough success with my free coaching sessions. If you go to jasoncarthen.com and go to the coaching tab, you can take a look at my framework, how I work with my clients, how I really help you to move to the next level in your development. And all you need to do to have a free breakthrough coaching session is to apply. That's it. And I make it very simple for you. So make sure you fill out the form. Let's get you going on the path to your success. Also want to remind everyone that the Jason Carthen app is available on the iTunes store and also Google Android. If you want to have me in your back pocket for daily motivation and encouragement, make sure you download the app. I'd love to connect with you there as well. You have direct access to me via the app. So that's not a bad thing. All right. Now, without further ado, I want to introduce you to this amazing guy. He's a good-looking guy, too. So all the ladies on here, y'all better watch out. Rich, you be good, okay? <laughs> I'm going to try, man. I'm going to try. <laughs> okay. Rich Brackett is a marketing and business development expert, a national speaker, author, media personality, and host of the Enrich Your Soul podcast. Through these approaches, he works with associations, companies, and individuals across the country looking to establish sustainable change and improvement in their approach to achieving their goals. Rich is a frequent speaker and writes on topics such as leadership, goal setting, and achievement, change management, communication, and emotional intelligence. As an author and speaker, he has used his energetic, insightful, and often comedic approach to influence leaders and business people through features such as Fox News, Western Independent Bankers, Legal Marketing Association, Vice Impact, and the Reader's Digest. Rich, welcome to the show, brother. How are you? I'm good, Dr. J. How are you doing this morning? Man, I am good. And just a little behind the scenes, everybody, you know, Rich has such a positive spirit. He had a little bit of an issue this morning because someone 
actually had a little snafu, and they fell and hurt themselves, and Rich was on the scene <laughs> to help yeah, them Yeah, I mean, out. I mean between, between the good looks and the energy and the comedy and now being a little bit of a Superman, uh, you're kind of setting a high, a high standard for me to keep up with. But, yeah, there was, there was a, a nice young lady that, that had a little accident in the parking garage this morning, but I was, I was Johnny on the spot and got out and gave her a hand and uh, – Help to get her day going in the right direction because it was sure not going that way when I saw her. Well, that is what it's all about, man. And, and you got the trifecta going on here, so we're just going to keep this thing going. <laughs> now, Rich, I'm sure our listening audience really is going to be intrigued based upon when we start talking about balance. I get notes on LinkedIn from people. I feel like my life is out of balance. I feel like I'm. I'm really uh, losing stride with what I want to achieve. All these different things that people point back to balance uh, being a big issue or lack thereof. So I really want to hear from you. You know what? How can people achieve balance by really taking positive action? Tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. You know, when it comes down to it, I think especially in today's today's age of social media and and everybody talks about how busy they are and everybody's got too much going on i think it really comes down to choices mm. and if you stop and pause in any day in any time of the day and understand what direction you're headed you have a choice on what you do every day how you react to things what you plan your day to do and how you protect your time and so i really think that when people when people strip back all the noise and all the stuff that they get consumed with and understand that the choices are theirs. And so they can choose to be negative. They can choose to think that they're bogged down. They're cho- they can choose to think that they're stressed out. Or they can do the exact same effort in putting it into positivity. So instead of saying, I have to go to work, say, I get to go to work. You know, even something as simple as that changes your mindset throughout the entire day because you're more appreciative, you're more positive, and you have a better outlook on the day. Wow. Now, Rich, that that is good, brother. Now, when you talk about reframing, a, really a changed mindset of saying, you know what, I get to go to work today. How mature is that? <laughs> many, <laughs> many of us, you know, sometimes if we get down on ourselves and we get this, what I like to call stinking thinking, and it's repetitive in our thought processes, mm-hmm. we just stay there. But It's so powerful when you say we each have a choice. And I tell people all the time from the stage, when your feet hit the floor in the morning, what type of day is it going to be? And that really, it echoes what you're talking about here, too. Now, can people learn to to choose or is this something that maybe people are just gifted with? It's absolutely a learnable thing. It's something that you can do. And it's you know, for those that get stuck in, I like that stinking thinking, they they get stuck in that easy frame of mind to think that everything is against you, it's negative, you're feeling sorry for yourself, that's a choice. And so we learn our choices along throughout the course of our lives. So it is absolutely something that anybody can do. And it really, again, it comes back to what you decide your day is going to be like. You know, I love the, the idea of you know, your, your feet hit the floor first thing in the morning. When you wake up, you determine your day. Yep. And I like to say that, you know, your, your day is kind of like a, a hotel. And you can, you can permit who stays in your hotel. So if you say, I'm going to invite in all the positive people, all the positive things, you can also deny access to, the, to those that are negative. You could say, you know, if, if you're going to suck my time and energy and, and, and all my positivity, 
I can't allow you in today because I've got things to do. So it really is a choice. And it starts with little things. And, you know, first, kind of like I mentioned earlier, you've got to start with yourself. You've got to understand that you are going to expect positivity. You're going to expect a great day. You are going to make it happen. You are in control of your day. And so when you understand that and you come to grips with the fact that it is truly up to you, not only is it easier to block out the negativity and block out the things that are going to take away from your direction, but it also makes it a lot easier to identify those that maybe have been whittling away at your positivity over time. You know, there are lots of people in your life. There are lots of people that come in contact with you. And some are a little bit, I shouldn't say sneakier, but they're, they're, they kind of chip away at your positivity a little bit, just little negative comments. And the more positivity you bring in your life and the more control you have over that, the quicker you will recognize those that are draining you. And those, those are the ones that got to go. Wow. Wow. Okay, so you just stepped on some toes there, brother. Because <laughs> a lot of hey. times – no, no. go ahead. Finish your thought. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say, you know, it, it, it is it's truly up to you. I mean, it, it, you know, if, if, if that is – you know, if your goal for the day is to just to have a really good day – why would you let other people ruin that? Why, you know, it, it is your day. It is your life. You are in control. You keep the keys to your road trip. So if you're going to let somebody else take the wheel and drive you off, off on a course into a, a dark, cloudy, nasty place, that's on you. You've got to control that. So, um, so sometimes you've got to be, you know, you, can, you, you don't have to be ugly about it. You, you could be very polite and just say, you know what, let me get back to you tomorrow. Let me, let, let's talk this out you know, on Thursday. But you control what your day looks like. Wow. That's good stuff. And I love what you said there. Permit who stays in your mental hotel. You got the keys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really exactly. like that. Now, and, exactly. and just as a follow-up, I think we all, I, my listening audience, I mean, Richard, you're broadcasting out to a little over 185,000 people. The reality is this, okay? Some of those same people that really bring that dark cloud. Now, I'm going to step on some toes here, too. They may be family, they could be your mm-hmm. spouse. So, Rich, uh, how do you deal with that, man? I mean, how do you deal with that? Well, we we all have those people, right? You know, Absolutely. either close friends, family, people that that are very near and dear to us. And to me, it's it's grounded in the you know, I have I have a very devout affection for everybody in my life, no matter good good or bad, positive or negative. I I care about those that are in my life. So those that are especially family that are bringing that negativity. That's when you can take the time to say, hey, let's sit down and talk about some stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and, and understand, you know, ask them how, where they're coming from. Ask them where that negativity is drawn from. At, you know, talk about what you're seeing in a very polite way. Again, like, here's what I feel, you know, if, you, if you're sitting down with somebody who's a family member, say, I, I feel like this is going on in your life. Can you tell me if I'm right or wrong here? And as you listen to them, as they're talking to you and say, well, I, you know, I've got this going on and get to, got this going on. You can repeat back. So I'm hearing you say that you're really overly busy and you're overly stressed. Does that impact me? How does that impact me? What, what, what am I doing to cause that stress? So you can, you can be very honest. And, you know, they'll feel like you're stepping on their toes. But in actuality, what you're trying to do is say, hey, I care about you. I want to help you. I want to get you, get you back on the right path. Now, there are some, and, and uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll protect names to protect the innocent, right? But there are some <laughs> that are just going to be like Eeyore in the old Winnie the Pooh books. That's They're right. just going to be sad all the time. They're just going to be mad. Everything's against them. The whole world's always going to be against them 24-7, 365. Right. And those are the people that you have to say, you know what? 
when you're ready to make a change, when you're ready to, to do things that are going to get you set in the right direction, because you can't enjoy feeling like this. Mm-hmm. So when you're ready, you let me know, and I'm here to help you because I love you. But at the same time, I got, you know, I've got to go do some stuff. And it's not that you don't care about them. Mm-hmm. It's that you have to care about them in the right way. You can't enable that, that behavior, but you can also, you can absolutely be there to enable the change. Wow. That is good stuff right there. And the idea that you just shared, I mean, I want to really touch on something because I'm sure a listening audience would love to know this. Your message is so positive. Does it have a foundation in love, maybe love for humanity or just your your, your fellow man? I mean, how, how is that? You know, it absolutely is, and you know, I'm I'm is very rooted in love. It's very rooted in appreciation of of every person, because everybody, you know, truly, we're all at one point. You know, I've got a a two year old and a five year old, just hilarious little boys, and we're all that child at one point. We're all that child that just doesn't have any judgment, doesn't have any anger, doesn't have any, you know, disappointment, doesn't have any self doubt. And at some point, we change, but deep down inside, we're all that same person. We all have that pure heart. And so I think you can, go, you can go through life being skeptical of everybody, or you can see the good in people. Now, there are some people that are just going to be inherently bad, and, and I've got a podcast coming up talking about you know, that, that dynamic, but it really is all about understanding and appreciating that everybody wants to be happy. Now, how they choose to go about being happy is up to them, and some people make some really, really bad choices, and those are the people that you can't, you, you can, you can appreciate them as a human being, but at the same time, you can, you can very, very strongly disagree with their path. Um, but at the end of the day, I think if you understand that people all have a heart deep down inside, no matter what has crusted them over over the years, they've got that pure heart deep down inside. And if you give them the benefit of the doubt on the front end, then you may, you may open up a whole new world of conversation with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, that, that love for humanity transcends race, it transcends religion, it transcends gender. It tra- I mean, it, it's bigger than that. Yeah. And so when you have that faith and you have that love in humanity, you can talk to anybody and you can relate to anybody and you can cheer for anybody and want everybody to be happy. Absolutely. Now, and that's good stuff. And I, and I think that at the end of the day, that all hinges back to maturity. I had a conversation the other day with someone and we were talking about the idea of how many of us, and and this age has continued to grow in terms of where you hit this adulthood, (laughs) this maturity Mm -hmm. piece. And I think that many of us have been short-circuited because of the way society has changed and we lack maturity in a lot of ways. And what you just described, whether it's a bedrock of faith, whether it's a, a bedrock of just love for your fellow man, it's something that we have to continually work up on. It's not something that you just go, oh, well, I just got this thing figured out. No, it's through shared experiences, interacting with those that are not like you, engaging those that are hard to deal with. But it all goes back to that maturity piece. So just hearing you share some of those things and knowing that the audience is going to glean from it and learn from it, it's a very positive thing. Now, let me ask you this, though. All right. <laughs> if your positivity is rooted in love, where did you learn that? Did you see that? Or was this something that, you know what, Rich is just that guy. He's that guy that has a big heart. Or did you learn this thing? And can others learn it too? Well, you know, one, I, I will say that there is a there is something deep down inside me, whether it was born or learned back in, you know, back in my youth that, 
is there and it's going to always be there and so but i but i also think that people can learn this as well because again i go back to the fact that we were all five and we all understood that if you had fun with somebody and no matter who they were or where they came from or what they looked like you could have fun with them mm-hmm. because they were just another kid mm-hmm. and so People have that inside of them. Now, whether or not they choose to acknowledge it is up to them. And over time, as we learn things and we interact more socially and we get out in the world more and we hear more things and we have more influences coming our way, that will impact how we act. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, everybody has that ability. And I think for those that take the time, you know, if 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 you're unsure about somebody of a different religion, have you ever sat down and talked with them? Have you ever understood their side of it? Have you ever under, you know, asked questions? Because I think the fear of the unknown is what drives a lot of negativity. Um, it, it, you know, it's, the, it's the inability to ask questions. It's the, it's the lack of desire to want to learn more. And so I think that's something that I've always had in me is that I always want to understand other people. And I always want to understand things that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Because it's, I'd much rather ask questions and learn, even if I don't agree with you. I'd rather see your side of it so I can understand where my position stands and whether I'm right or wrong. But if, I, if, if we sit down and we, agree, we just say, hey, you know what? You see it this way and I see it that way. We agree to disagree. We go about our way. At least I learned something from you. Right. And hopefully you learn something from me. Absolutely. You know, it's so interesting, Rich, when you share that. And, and many of the things, I don't know if the audience can hear this, but it's like a spoke in a wheel. It keeps coming back to one faith, <laughs> coming mm-hmm. back to love, uh, coming back to that heart piece. And uh, that is a big deal with me. I really believe in that. Uh, it's one of those things that I think that we all need to love as many people as we can and interact mm-hmm. with them because our time here is short. Our time here is exactly. very short. And, you know, the, the thing that you shared about, hey, we've all been five. Now, Rich, I've seen some bad five-year-olds. No, I'm just playing. I'll, I'll edit that out. <laughs> so let, let's back it up to maybe three. Three were maybe a little bit more innocent. Okay, five, we okay. Get school and we, we, get a little, we get a little jaded. So. Get a little rambunctious <laughs> around that time. But one of the things that I've learned is that that sin nature is in all of us at the very mm-hmm. beginning. You know, and I don't, you know, it's not something that I always hit people with, but I'm a believer. I love the Lord. He's my everything. And one of the things that I get is that you're always trying to overcome that thing. <laughs> you're always trying to figure out, okay, always. how can I grow beyond this? And it's like Paul said, man, I wish that I could do right now. I'm paraphrasing. I wish that I could do right, but I never do. <laughs> I always come exactly. back, you know, and I struggle. It's an everyday thing. And the reality is this. If you have a desire to love on folks, do the right thing, you're going to fail sometimes. But if you have the desire, then that is the battle being won right there, you know, and that's that's the piece. That's the piece Agreed. that you're talking I, I, about. I tried my hardest to love this lady that was texting and driving in the fast lane this morning doing 50 miles an hour, and I tried, <laughs> Lord. I tried to love her, and I just couldn't do it. <laughs> as long as you didn't give her the bird on the way past, man. That's... I did not. I just kept my eyes straight forward as I'm in the middle lane. There you I just go. Said, you know what, Lord? Grant me the patience and the strength to not look to my left. There you go, man. And that's sometimes that's all we can do. Hey, everybody. Exactly. We, we are on with Rich Brackett, and we're talking about the importance of personal balance on the journey to success and rich just has this uh i don't know it's it's almost like a, a gentle spirit 
you can kind of sense it from him. And that's why he's making such an impact in marketing, speaking, training, just in business in general, because this is something that uh, I just saw on LinkedIn uh, yesterday. This is huge. Everyone wants to deal with uh, their followers, sometimes in a democratic or autocratic fashion, where you get more out of your people through servant leadership, loving on folks, helping them reach their goals, removing barriers from their success. And Rich is really espousing that he's doing it. And that is a very positive thing. Now, Rich, I have to ask you this in in line with the questioning uh, and what I just shared about LinkedIn yesterday and the pushback that people get. Okay, how often do you get pushback from others who may not deem your methods of positivity the best way? Sure, you know, I I I am one of those that if if I were a company, I would be an idea company. You know, my wheels are always spinning. I've always got something going on. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. Um, but there are times where I become very ingrained in an idea, and I, you know, I've I've thought it through. I've you know even gone running some data. You know, whatever I've got to do, I ha- I have a full faith belief in this idea. And the, the when you when you get into a, a company situation or a business situation, or you're sharing it with, you know, more than one person, maybe even that one person doesn't agree with where you're coming from. If you can deliver your message. With a, with a very calm and confident demeanor and say, this is exactly what the problem is, here's what the solution is, here's what it's going to do, here are the benefits, even if somebody pushes back on that, ask them why. You know, nobody loves to be put in a position where they're told they're wrong or told no right. or told that they failed. But if you're told that, that is a learning situation. Understand where what you haven't hit yet, what's the gap. So be humble enough to say, okay, I haven't I haven't checked all the boxes with this individual. Let me figure out what that box that I'm missing is. So by asking a question, say, well, what what faults do you see in this? Would, you know, and and be very humble and very honest because some people will say, well, well, what's wrong with it? You know, they you get defensive, and of course, then they don't want to give you their honest opinion. If you say, oh, I you know I value your opinion, I would love to know where I'm missing the mark here. Mm-hmm. And they may shed something, you know, shed some light on your idea that you understand. Oh, okay, you know, and maybe I need to incorporate that as well. I didn't think about that. Because we all want to think that our ideas are the best and they're thought through and they're 100%, but it's always that feedback that's going to help you round out anything that you may be missing. So, mm-hmm. one, be humble. Don't think that your idea is impenetrable. And just understand that when you get feedback, you've got to, you've got to ask for it humbly and you've got to receive it humbly because it's going to probably be the, the, the icing on the cake of what you're trying to get across. Yeah. So be, be, be aware and, and, and just listen to what those people have to say. Wow. That's good stuff. That is good stuff. And I think that a lot of that goes back to that maturity piece. I'm telling you, that's that's a huge thing <laughs> when people feel like, you know what, you're attacking me, you're attacking my idea. Yeah, not so much. I'm just sharing <laughs> feedback. Exactly. That's, that's it. And if you're not mature enough to receive that, then you're already saying, hey, either you agree with me or you're against me. And it's like, whoa, you know, how do we make that leap? I think, um, you know, it's one of those things, too, that if we learn to suspend suspend belief before we engage others, we will gain so much traction, not only in our ideas, but how we lead and love folks. This is very important. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so, Rich, you know, I'm going to switch gears here a little bit. You are a public speaker. You are someone who really impacts your audience in a positive way, and you use humor 
to do that? Mm-hmm. You know, how did it, how does this help your audience hear you and your message better? You know, I think it it, it started when I was a kid. Like I, I just had this this flashback pop up in my head of of every time I told a story. You know, I would either act it out or. You, you know, I've always been a kid that loved doing impressions and things like that. I'm not going to do it in a show because I, I, I don't. I, I know it's coming. I know you're going to ask what my one is, but uh, but you know, I think the 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 thing about it is is that if you think about the best presentations you've ever seen, I highly doubt anybody would say, you know what, I went and saw this presentation. They were monotone. They had tons of slides. There was tons of charts, tons of numbers, and I was riveted. You don't ever hear that. It's the people that have the energy and the humor and the humility, and it's it's the engagement. Mm-hmm. And who doesn't love to laugh? Right. Who doesn't enjoy, you know, you get an automatic engagement when you can get somebody to laugh. And so I think you, I use humor quite a bit. I use pop culture references. I'm a big you know, movie and music junkie, so I'll incorporate either song lyrics or movie you know, movie scenes or something like that. So those, I, I keep those in there because, you know, if you just drone on about content that is just very bland, you're not going to, you're not going to wow anybody. Nobody's going to retain what you're, what you're saying. But, you know, for instance, I did a, a leadership presentation and I used the Wizard of Oz and I based everything about the leadership communication on the different characters of the Wizard of Oz. And people walked up to me afterwards and said, that was great. You know, now that, now when I think about those things, I can picture the lion, or I can picture Dorothy. I can picture, you know, the the yellow brick road, and and so those things make that connection, as opposed to, hey, here's my pie chart that's going to have these numbers, and 65% of of 25% of your top 10 list is going to be the most. You know, people are going to lose that 20 seconds after they walk out of the room. Right, right, absolutely, and that's good stuff. So, um, without further ado, can we please have that impression, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us right now. We want to hear I, it. <laughs> I know, man, and and my boys love it because I'll I'll just drop one on them, and they you know their their heads whip around like what what was that? So, um, what was the one I did the other day? I oh my my son, my son, my five year old was in the kitchen doing something, and and he's he's seen Scooby Doo a couple times, and he said something, and I went, huh? <laughs> and all of a sudden he he wheeled around and goes. Was that Scooby Doo? And I was like, "Yes, it was. Yes, it was." Scooby Scooby's not sure what you're talking about, so we we need to dive a little deeper in it so I can understand. Nice, very yeah. good, very good. Uh, and I, I can see why your boys just probably just love you, man. That is just uh, that's awesome. I appreciate that. That is I awesome. Appreciate that. So you know, Rich, uh, we're almost running out of time here. But one of the things that you know I find it very interesting. You know, when people get ready to take the stage, you know, it's something that. You know, it's like, okay, wow, maybe they have anxiety or maybe they are feeling some kind of way. Matter of fact, uh, I get this question on LinkedIn a lot, you know, where people go, okay, how can I improve my self-confidence? How can I improve my verbal delivery because I get so overwhelmed? What what little advice would you give for individuals like that? That's sure, struggling? you know, and, and, and I'll be the first to say that I get nervous, you know, I'd I've done everything from I played, you know, a little bit of college ball. I've DJed for a long time. I've emceed events. I've done public speaking. So I've been on stage and in front of people and in a performance setting pretty much all my life. And every everything it doesn't matter if I'm giving a presentation to five people or five hundred people. 
there's always that moment before you go out on stage that your heart your heart starts racing maybe you get a little little sweaty you know you get a little nervous and you get a little flush and you know the the one thing that i read not too long ago by one of my favorite people in the world mel robbins she does the the five second rule and it's all about preparation and you know and making sure that you count down and you use that five seconds to make a decision and not think about it too much you know just act on what you think your heart needs to do and she says something about in her book around this same topic where you know, she would talk about, you know, she would get pit sweats and she would, you know, her heart would race and she would get hot. And then she switched that mentality. So when you start feeling that way, instead of saying, this is happening because I'm nervous, you say, this is happening because I'm about to go do something really cool. And so I used it. Actually, I was on the $100,000 pyramid this past summer with uh, Usher and Von Miller. And I told, I sent Mel a, a note and said, you know, hey, I want to thank you for the five-second rule because I did that same thing. Like, I was on stage, and I was nervous, and I was crazy, and there were lights and cameras and the music, and Michael Strahan comes walking out, and, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my God, this is happening. And all of a sudden I went, you know what, I'm nervous because I get to do something really cool. Mm-hmm. And from that point forward, it was, it was awesome. Not only did I not feel nervous, but everything slowed down. Everything became more crystal clear. I felt more balanced. So switching that mentality over from panic to purpose is what really will make you a better speaker, uh, a better presenter, a better interactor, even person-to-person communication. If you're nervous about a, an in-person meeting or a one-to-one meeting, think about that. You know, it's the same mentality. So from panic to purpose. Wow, Rich, that is good stuff. Now, Rich, if people want to get in contact with you, how would they do that as we're running out of time here? Sure, absolutely. You can find all my information on richbracken.com, all my social media, my Spotify, my blog, my podcast, my contact form. Everything is on richbracken.com. Wow, that is good stuff. I tell you what, Rich, thank you so much for being on today, brother. You did a phenomenal thank job. Thank you, Dr. J. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. It's always a blessing. And one thing that I always want to leave you with, okay, live your life on purpose. And Rich has given us the tools today to actually achieve some balance as well. Until next time, make sure that you're chasing after your dreams and you're being intentional with that thing every day, everybody. Take care now. You've been listening to Discover the Leader in You with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen. We want to hear from you. Connect with us now. Visit our blog and visit our website at jasoncarthen.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Enterprises. Follow us on Twitter at Jason Carthen. Let's keep the conversation going. And if you want to listen to the podcast, go to jasoncarthenradio.com.